when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm still in school, as you know. Yes. Uh, and uh, I had I had one of my uh, trademark uh, like uh, social problems. Um, <laughs> I already told you about this, but I I figured the listeners would enjoy hearing okay. about it too. And maybe and maybe you know you didn't really offer like like uh, a lot in the way of counsel, but maybe it's time time for me to like take you up on your on your services. Okay. Um. So uh, the the question is. How do you how do you uh, like ask someone out for a meal in a purely platonic way, and navigate between the shoals of saying, uh, you know, I want to make clear that this that I'm not asking you on a date, but I also don't want to say, hey, you know, this is obviously not a date, and make them feel like, you know, I consider you totally undateable. <laughs> Short of, I don't want you. I just want lunch with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something there, there should yeah. be. I feel like there should be like a, a, a standard code for that. I did offer some counsel oh, you yesterday. Did. Yeah, absolutely. All I said was, um, uh, I'm dropping my wife off at the coffee shop. Right. Uh, da, da, da. I would love, if you're around on Saturday, I would love uh, you know to hook up with you after. <laughs> Except don't De- use, definitely, definitely. Yeah, don't use, use, don't the, use the word hook up. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought about, I mean, I think that's what I ended up doing. But then, then I thought like, like, does that is 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 there like a creepy like I'm uh, maybe maybe I'm proposing we have an, an affair, affair overtone yeah. to that? I thought of that, right? Or it sounds a little bit like presumptuous that you have to mention your significant right, other. right, exactly. It's yeah, a, a, um, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with saying I'm looking for a study partner and would you be interested? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And you're wearing a ring on your finger. Oh yeah. So <laughs> as as we talked about on the previous incarnation of this show, um my uh, $28 wedding ring. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Um and you were playing that song behind behind it when you were asking her out. Um the the single ladies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that we're probably being a little presumptuous. I think you can probably safely have a ring on your finger and ask for someone to be a study partner. I didn't think you were wanting to date me when you wanted to hang out with me. Right, right. And the and like I, I think <laughs> see, I don't know if if this response means that I that I got it right or wrong, which is that uh that uh she mentioned her boyfriend like in her response, like in her first response. That that maybe means I did it wrong. What did you say to her? Um I said, uh, hey, do you want to meet at the noodle place? For just hey? Just yeah, hey, like, noodles, you and me? You didn't say anything about studying? Well, I, I figured it was implied. Okay, you did it wrong. Okay, <laughs> you, did, yeah. <laughs> you did it wrong. <laughs> was my laugh too cackly? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, you're clipping. Uh, I'm trying a new setup here, and I will cut out the part where I'm talking about the new setup. I think I think it's okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you did it wrong. I didn't realize that. I thought you were like, let's, you know, it was in the context of talking about studying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I have, just no, say, I have hey, no, so, no, so, no social skills at all. I know. Yeah, I, I just, I just say, hey, <laughs> noodles. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I still haven't heard back. I feel kind of hurt because I feel like when I met you, you were like, hey, sushi. And I feel like noodles are better. Wait, is that what I said? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> And I said I had a boyfriend. It was it was very familiar. Yeah, this, you should this, have learned from that. This but you sounds like did. what happened. <laughs> well, uh, I've been away for ten days. I just got back into town. That's right. Um, and I told you all about it yesterday. And just to show your lack of social skills, I was like, I saw whales, and you were like, staring off into the distance. And I'm like, whales, and you're like, yeah, that sounds like outdoor stuff. And I'm like, no, it was right. like inside whales. 
And then oh, wait, like, wait, are there really indoor whales? SeaWorld? If yeah, yeah, SeaWorld, like, I, I think their image is shot. No, no, I know it is, but, like, like they're the closest to, to indoor whales I can think of. Now I have to wear a disguise before I go to SeaWorld. Uh, <laughs> but your if, response to meet my exciting, like, I saw whales pretty much for the first time in my life was, oh, when I said it was orcas, you're like, oh, orcas, that's okay. I was thinking, what did you say? Uh, humpback whales, the ugliest whales. And you said it was like someone fished out What? I, I don't remember what you I said. You said something kind of funny, but I can't remember what it was. I should have written it down because it's. Great. I don't know. I think a humpback whale looks looks kind of like a, a pile of garbage that You're, broke off one of those floating garbage islands. It was something like green green floating snot pile or something like. You just had something very nasty to say about humpback whales. I don't know why, um, I don't know well, why you hate them so much. But anyway, anyway, I, I just got back from Teddy's. Part of it was a, a whale watching tour, and part of it was hanging out with April's cousins that she doesn't know and has only seen once in 20 years. How does that happen? Um, she's had kind of like a Facebook resurgence of getting to know some of her cousins, oh. distant cousins, and some of them are very, very cool. Say that word again. Resurgence? Re, how do you say it? Resurgence? <laughs> no, never mind. I like, I like your way better. What, how do you say it? Resurgence? What did I say? Resurgence? Oh, resurgence. I, but I honestly like resurgence better. <laughs> no, resurgence. Like, yeah, we, we've had a lot of trouble with, with resurgence in Iraq. <laughs> Somewhere between insurgents and resurgence. Yeah, there's there's been a resurgence of insurgents. I like it. Um, anyway, so I got to know some of her for family, and uh, you know, some of them. I'm gonna put it th- put this. Let's see, what's the politically correct way to say this? Hicks. Is that is Hicks politically? Correct? I don't think it is at all. Crackers. Crackers. White trash. Yeah, we're gonna go there, and okay. and it was actually the girlfriend of her cousin, and. This woman was a caricature, like right out of Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah, I want to hear it, all about it this. It was awesome. In, in the sense that she was wearing like a bikini top no, and, and short shorts. Huge, huge tits. Comes This was a wedding, a 25th anniversary wedding, like um, renewal of vows. She got dressed into her clothes in the car. Okay. <laughs> She's got huge boobs. And we were watching her get dressed in the car. Sure. In, in the car that they hit a deer that morning in. <laughs> and the deer was still stuck to the front the of the car. The grill was missing on the front of the car. <laughs> she had been drinking Jack and Cokes. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, she had a hacking cough. Okay. And we weren't really sure what that was all about, but she had no social skills to cover her cough. So she like did a hacking cough into April's drink at this the reception. This is amazing. Wait, can I interrupt for a second? Would you uh-huh. say she had an overwhelming chest? She had an over overwhelming chest okay. if anyone heard last last episode i hope everyone heard last week's episode because that's my favorite one yes one of one of the characters had an overwhelming chest and i absolutely thought about that every time i saw her and and when we were hanging out at the house she tended to not wear a bra she had probably like a double triple d f i don't the numbers this is the go best story you've ever told huge huge boobs and she wasn't wearing underwear and i know that because I, yeah, wait, wait. white pants you can kind of see everything, whether you want to or not. At dinner, she didn't come out for dinner. And finally, she came out at the very end. She was wearing, like, woolly pajamas. Okay. She just came out to dinner, woolly pajamas, hacking cough. And then finally, we're leaving. And she gets into the car to go. And she says to April and I, she's like, it's nice meeting you girls. She's like, I hate this cough. I can't even smoke. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was the final, the final... Can Cherry I, on the Sunday. Can I get her number? Yeah. I got it right here. 555 five, five, Hick. Uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you was I was out uh, 
at a kind of uh, I would call it a lesbian retreat at. Um, well, Isis- that sounds like the best thing ever. It is. Am I invited? Not, not at all. You would hate it because we were like oh, basically it's outdoors. Outdoors. We yeah, were never mind. Fly fishing on the Icicle River with a bunch of my friends, and I just wanted to tell you that one of the women that was there is sixty-seven years old. Total, like they don't make dykes the way they anymore the way they make they made her when you when you say like i have an image in my head that i i'm guessing is exactly right it's 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 absolutely right uh-huh. we don't even need to talk about it you yeah. know my friends discovered a wasp's nest in their couch <laughs> that's on the porch and our mission this weekend was to to get rid of this couch to load it up onto a truck so that... we have six lesbians a million wasps and one couch that we need to get onto a truck in the middle of nowhere, no cell phone coverage, no Wi-Fi, one of us is allergic to bees. But okay. you don't know which one. No, we know which one. This is one. like a brain teaser, right? No, no, we okay. know which one. She gets stung and takes Banjo and has an EpiPen. Five of the six of us get stung in this mission. But the 67-year-old was the one who pretty much single-handedly got that couch up onto the truck. I I like how this this story it's like a juxtaposition of like you 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 set it up with like lesbian retreat sounds like oh this is going to be a great story and then and that's like the most horrible thing. <laughs> well not really. We were actually really impressed with her. I got stung on my finger right there. I'm showing Matthew oh, yeah. my sting right now. It's been itchy all week. I felt pretty butch, but we were nothing compared to this woman who awesome. was just, you know, schooled all of us. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. That's uh, that's amazing. Um, I got stung. Like I, I start telling this. There's no story here, really, except that uh, a few weeks ago I got stung. Um, a bee or like a, a yellow jacket got into my sock mm. and stung me like three times on the ankle, and wow. it was itching for a month. Yeah, it's, it, it's, why is it so itchy? What's going on in there? I don't know. I, I, I think an itch is like a milder version of pain. Mm. That's my that's my pop science ex- explanation. And I I'm think sticking with it. I think it's a really tiny orgasm. Okay, <laughs> that would be that would be preferable. <laughs> I just looked over listeners to uh, Matthew's Kindle, and it says "love" and "coco van" oh, on man. it, I get, and I don't understand that. I, I am not joking. Like. Uh, Doing this show has ruined Amazon for me. Like it used to be, they would suggest books and I'd be like, "Oh, this sounds great! Like I want to read this new, you know, Anthony Bourdain book or whatever." Now it is like top to bottom garbage, right? So, so we've got no a, offense to the author of Love and Coco Van, which no, which I'm, which I want to put on the list for. Uh, uh, I'm going to tap it right now so we can <laughs> so we can that. do it for a. I'm going to tap that Coco Van, Coco Van, uh, so we can do it for a future episode. Um, let's see where we're at. I would like to them, you know, most people know what, what's our timing. Uh, we're at like 13 and a half minutes. Okay, perfect. Well, we're going to be talking today about Don't Smile at Strangers by Jennifer Janes. And we're I believe gonna... it's Never Smile oh, at I'm Strangers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think never. I got it wrong like seven got, times I've... last week. I kept saying uh, Never Smile at a, a Stranger. I kept saying Don't Look at Strangers. And I, yeah, and I kept saying Don't Lick a Stranger. <laughs> Um, so one of those we will be talking about when we get back from the break. So this is your time to go and read the free Kindle uh, look inside for, as we said, Jennifer Jane's Never Smile at Strangers. All right, this is your this is your chance to go on a lesbian retreat and come back <laughs> when it's over. We'll be right back. And we're back. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, I realize I keep saying I'm, we're back and we're not back because he's got the power finger over there. I got the power. <laughs> uh, I was the picker this week. Oh yeah, you're the picker. I was the picker. Uh, yeah, I was. I was a little puzzled at your choice because it seemed like a very straight ahead thriller. But mm-hmm. now that I hear where where we're going with this, I'm very excited. You know, sometimes I think we need to throw in some books that are actually well 
somewhat well written, um, just to see if that could get us off and get us off. Yeah, uh, exactly. Get us. There's in- nothing that gets me <laughs> off like a, as an author. Speaking as an author, there's nothing that gets me off like a well written book. You know, like I I pick up a a uh, uh, don't uh, don't kill a mockingbird. That's not what it's called. To kill a mockingbird. Uh, <laughs> don't and, smile at a mockingbird. Yeah, don't smile at a mockingbird. And I am rock hard for Atticus motherfucking Fitch. Oh, gross. I try um, I try to keep it uh, topical. Okay, Cause, then. Because she's got that new book coming out that's that'll already be out by the time you read this. And Was I hear, it already out already? Uh, I think it comes out like Tuesday. Oh, does it? Yeah. We'll see you next Tuesday. Um, so I'm gonna we, g- <laughs> maybe we should do that book on the show. We should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, because we're not going to just keep it to you know crap literature. Uh, this book is pretty good. I'm. Um, it's not my type of book, so I right. probably won't read it. But but I think April's going to read it. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah, I, I told her about it, and she's like, "Well, this is totally up my alley." Oh, and she likes she likes murder books. She likes murder thrillers, and it's the Louisiana theme. Let me let me let me back up. Let's talk about the summary here. Yeah, please. Okay, so uh, basically, uh, we're in Louisiana. Uh, there's a storm. There's a drunk mom. There's a boy, nine year old. There's blood everywhere. He's got a little sister, Allie. And then creepily, his there's blood everywhere, and then he sees his naked mom in the yard calling out to him, and that's all we get in the prologue. But it, it it's implied that he killed her, right? I didn't get that at all. Not necessarily. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. He was worried about the boat being turned, like he didn't turn the boat over during the storm to keep the water out. So is that a thing you're supposed to do? Is turn your boat over during a storm? Yep. And that's a euphemism, right? It is. Mm-hmm. You turn them, take the little man in the boat, and you turn them over. <laughs> the little man in the boat. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> okay. Does, has anybody actually said that, like, on, like, not as a joke? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, can you imagine trying to say that? Unless, I mean, how could you say that like, seriously? Under, in what, yeah, under what circumstances? Like, hey, baby, I, I see mean, your little man in the boat. Right. It's like so. It's so euphemistic, but like. In a context where you want to say something that euphemistic, I feel like it would be like a clinical context where you would just use the clinical term. And why is the clit a man? That doesn't make any sense at all. No, no, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fast forward. Ten- <laughs> like, like what? There's a little man in there? There's a little man in there? I don't like, get no, it. Thanks. Um, what a lucky little man. <laughs> hey, baby. You want, you want a little man in your boat? Because I got one. <laughs> what a lucky little man. It is a funny image, though. It really is. You know those photog- those photographs where they have the little tiny characters perched like on an apple? Yeah, like, sure. Little, like, you know, with like ladder clawing, clawing up the <laughs> you, ladder. You want to do that, but with With corn. a clit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want the little man on the boat. <laughs> the clit boat. That would, yeah, that, that would actually, that could be like a funny, like artistic uh-huh. uh, photo series. Like, Absolutely. Um, yeah. let's, let's take all sexual euphemisms and make those little tiny people. Oh, like. And play what, it out. Like what else? Like a visit from Aunt Flo? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah, like a river of of raspberries. Sure. And little tiny people at the bottom collecting them. Yep, I'm going I'm I'm on board with this all we the way. We should totally do this. Yes. This is going to get filed in the yeah. things we listeners, should listeners, actually never do. do. Yeah. We could we should never never do this. Okay, so we got the little uh prologue there. Uh fast forward 10 years were uh different people. 19-year-old Haley Landry, her best friend Tiffany Perron. Small town of, and there'll be lots of jokes about this later, Grand Trespass, which, as you might imagine, is a very tiny bumfuck town. Uh, yes, I like how it said Grand, Grand Trespass was so inconsequential, its name was rarely uttered outside a 10-mile radius of its rusted welcome sign. I like that, too. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, all Haley wants to do, you know, no duh, is to escape this small town. Uh, her father was killed in some gruesome accident seven months earlier. So is it going to turn out? I mean, the kid, the kid at the beginning is the murderer, right? You you say that, but I I have n- okay, I, I have I have not no sense of that actually. Okay, 
but maybe I'm totally wrong. We'll find out. Or we won't. Okay. That's the beauty of this of this podcast. We will not know. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Limbo, the John Sayles movie? No. I love John Sayles. Though. Yeah. Let me spoil it for you. Okay. Um, it's called Limbo in part because you don't find out what happens at the end. Like at oh, the, at the like climactic mem- moment, it uh, just fades to white. Is that like Memento? You um, don't really find out shit at Memento either, do you? I feel like you do. Oh. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. Anyway, uh, so I hate movies like that. Um, but but that's but that I feel like the beauty of look inside this book club is the same as the beauty of Memento in that you know we we don't always get the answers we're looking for in life, and <laughs> in this book club we never ever get them. But we allow the listeners to seek out their own answers. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true, right? We all make our own truth. Versus, some of us more successfully than others. Versus the show Lost. Remember that show? Did you ever watch uh, yes, that show? Yes, I watched season one and then got bored. Well, that's good for you because it, it completely fucked over its watchers, and it was a manipulative, just head game where it just drove you into further and further circles and 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 dead ends wow you're you're really you're still i'm really, really mad i'm this, really like, angry 12 year old show i'm really angry at lost <laughs> and i know a lot of other people are too <laughs> okay okay so back to the um uh summary uh haley has got a best friend tiffany and tiffany uh is two-timing her boyfriend the black they named it yes the, the, they named him the black charles johnson which i i am assuming is uh you know celebrated author charles johnson uh <laughs> local local seattle author author of middle passage and and other books Absolutely. about uh, the yep. uh, black experience yep that's that's gonna be the guy in the book right of course okay uh, she's two-timing uh, author Charles Johnson with <laughs> some dude. Uh, there was another dude she two-timed on, some professor named Tom. Uh, it turns out that Black Charles, and I'm only saying Black Charles because they mentioned his his race yeah, it's, so it many times really, it makes me really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. So Black Charles is smothering her, and she Tiffany says, I don't do well on a leash, and that she's worried that Jesus will make her pay for her lust because she's just two-timing, triple-timing everybody. Uh, Tiffany and Haley, such good friends, they wear the same necklace. That at the same like, time. At the same time, like BFF necklace. Okay, chapter two, we're back to the Wait, young boy. Uh, can I interrupt with a question? Mm-hmm. Why was there a professor in this town? I mean, did they have like Oh, that's a, a good point. Maybe it was, no, it was out of town. It was a okay, okay. different town they mentioned. All right. The different name. Okay, chapter two, the young boy. College, Collegeville, Louisiana. Exactly. Chapter two, we're back to the, uh, the young nine-year-old boy who is now a really fucking disturbed young adult. Right, uh, which right. means um, that's why I think you're thinking that he was the murderer. Uh-huh. Uh, he screams at a cat, a stray cat that he has named Ian. Okay, which is <laughs> I loved that. He lies to everyone, including himself. Uh, his mom is dead from earlier. Uh, it seems that she might have abused him. His sister is oh, absolutely, she did. Quote unquote, filthy and under his care. And he says, quote, he might be forced to destroy his sister. So he's under some sort of power. Uh, Perhaps he's a murderer. Perhaps you're right. Chapter three. Um, Wait, there was a chapter three? Mm-hmm. I don't think mine went to chapter three. Hang on. Very, very short. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it did. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, right. She can't find She can't find her friends. Haley. Haley can't, can't find, her, find friends. her friends, Charles and Black Charles and Tiffany. <laughs> and so uh, she goes looking for them, and all she hears is an owl screeching in the distance. Very short chapter. Chapter four. Haley's now cooking Cajun for her very sad mom. Um, she's afraid for her sister, Becky, and she's talking about her dead grandma. Oh, you picked this book because you're in it. I'm in it. Um, Haley's boyfriend, Mac, is a fisherman. He's happy, and yet he has three suspicious red scratches on his neck. Right. Da-da. Uh, 
Okay, now, so that's all we know. Yeah, at one point, at one point said like a, a shadow uh, drew across Charles's dark face. Which again, that's like, why I keep saying Black Charles. That made me uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's, it's like the the way she's like fetishizing this guy's right. ethnicity is really disturbing. Like that's the most disturbing thing about the book, not the murders. Right. Uh, and how do you see a shadow on a black man's face? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just saying what she's probably thinking. Are you going to edit that out now? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't meaning to be racist. I'm I, playing I edit, along with this author I, and I her weirdness. I the, the stuff that makes me sound like a racist. Oh, great. Thanks a lot. That's the magic of editing. <laughs> um, and this is where I say I'm not racist, which everyone knows you say that when you're racist. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm the furthest thing from, from a, racist, a racist. My but, best friend is is Black Charles. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to fly this Confederate flag wherever I want to. Exactly. It's heritage. Okay. So, I would like to read what's on the back of the book. Please. When teenage girls vanish, so we already know what's going to happen. <laughs> that sounds like a self-help book. When teenage <laughs> girls, girls vanish. In what was once considered a safe Louisiana bayou town, the lives of four desperate locals take unexpected turns, begging the questions, which was funny because there's only one question, do you truly know those closest to you? That's the questions. That's, That's the, the questions. questions we've all been thinking about. Maybe I wrote that wrong, but it seemed like it said the questions. Okay. So I thought we our first game would be, um, what evil secrets are we hiding from each other? Oh, just start with you and me and then maybe mm-hmm. uh, spread out from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want me to tell you to reveal the secrets that I've been keeping from you? Or do you want me to guess what secrets you've been keeping from me? Yes, that. The, the second one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got three. We can go back and forth. How many do you have? Um, we prepared this part. I didn't prepare this part. I'm improvising it. Okay. So. Okay, I'll go. So I have, me go first? I have either none or an unlimited number. Okay. Okay, I want you to go first. Okay. So um, I think you've let it know that you do financial advising. Yeah. Okay, so Matthew does <laughs> My, the, the secret is out. The secret. There's the secret. There we go. Okay, great. Evil. No, so Matthew offers financial consulting, but... Um, I would we like to specify this is not an advertisement. This is not an advertising. My the evil secret I feel like you're keeping from the world is that you actually hide all your money like in a like Doctor Who piggy bank. Oh yeah, and that you are secretly paranoid that that the SEC and the uh, Treasury Department are miking your house. Oh, so so they can like find my stash. I haven't figured out all of this, but basically you. I, I was able to overhear you in a conversation you saying something to your wife about your your daughter's brain being infiltrated by the SEC, right? And something about a chip, and that's what I, th- yeah, I think. Sounds, I think there's some right. evil secrets going on with your financial financial life. All right, uh, first secret that you're keeping. So you claim that you recently spent uh, ten days in uh, the San Juan Islands, right? Uh, doing like outdoorsy stuff, hiking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, uh, tourist. Uh, agritourism <laughs> that's uh, probably true uh whale whale hunting <laughs> whale watching that's right not hunting that's the secret you were oh. you harpooned an orca and you you've got it in your freezer at home and you you're gonna be like posting on your on your food blog about how like you know i made some some uh i grilled up some some sustain, sustainable grass-fed beef this weekend only only i know the truth it's actually orca how big is this orca that could fit in my freezer uh, it was a it was a baby. You killed a baby a whale. Baby whale. Okay, that's a good one. A baby oh. whale, still pretty big. I like that. I like uh, that. All right. Um, 
most people who know Matthew know that he's he's a, a very uncomfortable outdoor enthusiast no 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 that makes it sound like i am an outdoor enthusiast who is uncomfortable (laughs) that's not what you mean (laughs) what do i mean i think you just mean i'm uncomfortable outdoors please mansplain to me what i meant okay yeah sure what did i mean i think you meant i'm uncomfortable outdoors (laughs) okay uh he's an urban dude hates the outdoors and you pretty much fear anywhere inaccessible by car and train I mean, uh, by, uh, sorry, by bus and train. Yeah. Is that, would you say that that's true? Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. And I think mostly that's because you have locked down how to secretly take your bodies on public transportation and hide them in urban areas. Interesting. Um, so, so that's, you're, you're uncomfortable with the outdoors. You just don't even know where you would hide your victims. You, you hide your victims in plain sight. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, yeah, like in urban areas, there's, there's trash cans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, and now there's compost and, and not everybody knows that a human body is fully compostable. It's uh, not landfill. Oh no, no, no. It's, it's like, like, like a, a dead pet is landfill, but a, a human, a human, uh, corpse. A human pet. Yeah. Yeah. A human. Uh, that's one of my other secrets is that I keep human pets. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> And you know, and sometimes yeah, sometimes your human pet dies. It's sad, but you got to move on, and uh, you put it into a public compost bin. <laughs> this is disgusting. Why did you make me do this? I don't know. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm yes anding all the way down into the gutter. You didn't yes and me when I said you were an uncomfortable outdoor enthusiast. <laughs> I didn't understand what that meant. You understood what it meant. You just knew I was saying it wrong. Okay. Uh, Right. Okay. So, um, yes. Aside from compost bins, which are a terrific place to hide a body, um, yeah, you can you can hide a body. Like uh, there, there's all sorts of urban kiosks, like newsstands and uh, uh, <laughs> ticket booths. Uh, that's you can you can toss a body. Like when the person at the kiosk is looking the other way, you just mm-hmm. like slip the body <laughs> through the window, and it sort of clunks nice. to the ground behind them. Next time they look around, they're like, "Oh, where did that come from?" Um, mostly I have seen, seen you cause I sometimes follow you using, um, uh, gold gym lockers f- for this purpose. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like. Gold's gym. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's a gold, not gold gym. Gold's gym. Wait, what's it called? Gold's gym. Gold's gym. Is what it's it sounds called? funny yeah. all of a sudden. It sounds like a Ruth's Chris thing. It, yeah, it kind of does. It just sounded funny to me. Um, yeah. Okay. The last thing I was going to, was going to say, or do you want to, you, it's your turn. You come up um, with one besides oh, me being an evil whale killer. I didn't say you were evil. No, these are evil secrets. What are the oh, se- oh, evil okay. secrets? That's the that's no, because I like the. I mean, the whale burgers you've been serving to me are, are admittedly <laughs> delicious. Like what evil secrets? Is just Becky the hiding? right amount of gaminess. Do you hang your whale? Like, I do. To age it? No, I totally dry do. Age it? I dry yeah. age it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the uh, your next uh, evil secret uh, is that uh, so uh, Becky's apparently harmless dog Pippin is sleeping right behind her. Uh, you have been using a a, uh, a cruel training regime to turn Pippin into a killing machine uh, that you activate when, by saying a particular word, Ooh. and uh, and that word is well, I can't I can't say it because because Pippin is here and and will uh, you know lock uh, his jaws will lock onto my face and never let go if I say the word pancake. <gasps> I, I said it quietly. It's okay. Okay. Um, Pancake. Shh. I don't think she's got that capability. Oh. Well, that's oh. exactly what you would oh. say. Oh, yeah. wait a second. Yes. Wait a second. Yes. Yes. It's because it wasn't pancake. It's <laughs> waffle. 
Oh, wow. That's why she didn't do Uh-oh. anything. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, let's let's just cut it. Let's just cut the uh, the segment off right there. <laughs> All right, my last one is that uh, Matthew's also well known for his love of Japan and Japanese culture and Japanese food and the secret. His evil secret is is that when the SEC was wiretapping his house, because that actually really did happen, they also overheard a conversation you were having with your wife. This is a little embarrassing to admit, I'm sure. I'm sorry, I'm going to be revealing it's, this. It's embarrassing for you to admit for, for, the, for, thing, the thing that I did. Yeah, For you to admit, uh, for me to admit about you, which is um, that... <laughs> yes. Lori asked you, you know, are you going to walk this back before you even get to it? Lori, Lori was in an intimate moment. You know, you were just taking a little break and she was asking you, you know, like, what if what if we ran away to a desert island together? What 10 foods would you bring? Because that's what kinds of thing, you know, lovers ask of each other. Yeah. And the truth came out that it was all like fucking hostess and craft crap. Oh, we have a box of Twinkies in the house somewhere. Yeah. And there was no Japanese ingredients at all. And in the course of the same conversation, you you admitted to her that you have no idea what Tamari is. And anyway, <laughs> I have that on tape. Evil secret. Yeah, you yeah, you you apparently taped uh, some intimate moments and that was the most interesting part. <laughs> that was definitely the most interesting. Isn't that part. There, the tr- there isn't was, that the real scandal? There was 45 hours of tape I had to weed through. Okay. Um this yeah, that I I'll take that. I mean <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so so the big the big secret is uh that uh, uh apparently I've recently spent 45 hours fucking and you got and <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. And that's and that's all you got. All right. Hey, Great. Let's take it to a break. We are rolling and we're back. And I have a game for you, Matthew. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, at one point, um, well, first of all, let's talk about Grand Trespass. I think that's a oh, pretty yeah, yeah. brilliantly named town. What do you think the resale value of the homes in Grand <laughs> Trespass are? <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, are there no trespassing signs in Grand Trespass? And does anyone pay attention to them? I just love the juxtaposition of Grand and Trespass. It's oh, a, yeah, it's, it's great. Pr- it's, it's pretty like, great. Um, like honorable felony discharge it's like honorable <laughs> discharge that's my favorite thing ever by the way is, is the term honorable, honorable discharge. discharge you know i have never <laughs> thought about it in a gross way before but now oh, i will never think about I it any other way always think about it that way oh wow that's uh yeah it's not like, just i'm sick for it, thinking it sounds of it like, like a victorian medical term right, right? yeah yeah. Uh, like the patient, the patient uh, is having trouble achieving honorable discharge. <laughs> Sir Mary Queen of Scots certainly had some honorable discharge. Um, okay, so then here's the here's the game for you. Okay, I, yeah. I, I'm going to name four towns in four states. Two of them are real. Oh, I love this! I can't wait. Okay, you need to say which two are real, which two are fake. Okay. Okay. Number one, Pipsqueak Jun- Junction, Nevada. Fake. Yes. Climax, Pennsylvania. Real. How did you know that? Um, because I know that Pennsylvania is famous for having a bunch of towns with funny names like Intercourse and Blue Ball. Oh, good one. Shit, I thought I was going to get you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Toad Suck, Arkansas. Fake. Real. What? <laughs> My friend Jennifer's from there. But wait a minute. No, Why? wait a minute. It is just is. Uh, no, I... I <laughs> I believe you, but I want to. I want more. Okay, here. Like, why Wikipedia that shit? I am totally Wikipediaing that shit right now. Even though you told me never to do this again on on. <laughs> I know, but I didn't know that that toads were going to get sucked. <laughs> okay, shockingly, Toad Suck is an unincorporated community, <laughs> community <laughs> in Perry County, Arkansas. 
The origin of the name Toad Suck is disputed. Oh, okay. Oh. Some hold it received the name when idle rivermen would congregate at the local tavern where they would suck on the bottle till they swell up like toads. Because I guess that's what happens. They, wait, what? they would suck on the bottle like they would get drunk and They'd they would suck swell on the bottle up like they toads? swell up like toads, which is like... Throw this in, throw this, throws this into further confusion, I as, think. As you know, I'm not much of a drinker, but mm-hmm. like on the occasions when I have uh, overindulged, I don't remember ever swelling up like a toad, but <laughs> I maybe I just blacked it out. The, further, this is just hilarious. The community lent its name to the Toad Suck Fairy Lock and Dam. <laughs> There's just so <laughs> much going on there. And their annual fair is called the Toad Suck Days. D-A-Z-E. Okay. And this is like... In in Captain Obvious, Toadsuck has frequent, frequently been noted on lists of unusual place names. Oh, great. Uh, isn't isn't there like a, a, I don't know if it's a true or an urban legend about that the, there's like a particular kind of toad that you can lick and get high? Isn't Wouldn't wouldn't you expect that that would be one of the reputed explanations for the name of Toadsuck, <laughs> yes, Arkansas? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that I did this game so poorly because I said two are real, two are fake, and you're going down the list saying which ones are real and fake, and I'm telling you which one. So I now I have one more, and you already know that one of the, that the I last one. I don't remember one... the things you the things you already said. Okay, Rising Wood, Montana. I think it's probably fake, but I want it so badly to be real <laughs> that I'm going to say real. It's fake. <laughs> I love that name. I want to start a unincorporated community called rising wood i think you can start any unincorporated community i think that's the very definition of an unincorporated community right can, wait can you have an unincorporated community inside an incorporated area i'm just gonna say yes yeah we could call this this where we record rising wood okay A- absolutely rising wood washington rising wood washington here we go uh, all right, yeah, next uh, next episode, I want to announce at the top that uh, we uh, recorded on location in Risingwood, Washington. <laughs> awesome. Which, which is also the, the setting for many of our books. This just shows you how important the show is to the reality of my life, that I spent 10 minutes decides, deciding if Risingwood should be two words or one word. Oh. Even I, though it didn't matter in audio, right? I like one word, we I did, think. April convinced me it should be one word. So it's yeah. Risingwood. Um, I, it could lend its name to like, uh, uh, like rising wood estates. Doesn't it sound like, it does sound like, more like majestic. A, uh, well, not even necessarily majestic, but like maybe like, like a trailer park that's trying really hard, <laughs> <laughs> really hard, so to speak. I like that. Uh, like, I, you know, I, I live out in rising wood estates. Is it, is it oh, offensive if I, if I do, if I do like a, a, uh, kind of generic hick voice? No more offensive than probably the, be- the beginning of the show when I talked about April's Oh, cousin's yeah. trailer trash girlfriend from Risenwood Estates. Okay, uh, we're one point from, from uh, Cameltoe, uh, Arkansas. <laughs> Cameltoe is just just down the slough from uh, Toad Suck. Mm-hmm. Um, just down the slough. <laughs> okay, uh, at the very beginning of the book, the author describes something as ha- uh, as having, which I thought this was pretty funny, an odor as being menacing. Oh, I noticed that too. Which reminded me of our last book and how upset you were about the tornado oh, the, being b- benevolent. Right, right. I, the it, benevolent it was, tornado? No, it was a malevolent tornado. Like I thought it was an unusual choice of adjectives. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, on the other... A like, menacing odor. How can an odor be menacing? Menacing I, is a very human thing. Well, except or an like, animal. It's an alive thing. Right. But like, you know, if you smelled like like uh, the the scent of, of a coyote's breath, like coming yeah, from no, right a, behind a, you. A coyote 
But that's that's from an alive, a live. I guess it would okay, be from but, a live uh, source. From like, uh, uh, like, have you ever smelled a volcano? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even answer that. I'm not like, going to. I meant it as a completely serious question, and then like after it was three quarters of the way out, I'm like, this doesn't make any nope. sense at all. Nope. Um. So you got a yes and me though. It just seems like menacing odor menacing seems like something for a, like an animal or a person odors i don't know doesn't no I unless it's coming directly it's, for, it's a absolutely weird thing to okay, say okay so therefore the game is built around oh, that oh then we've got it. i didn't even know we were starting a new game yeah we're starting a new, new so, game so when you when you texted me this morning to say there would be no games we're just gonna like explore a philosophical question <laughs> It was a, it was an out and out. No, lie. no, because this game you don't actually like the previous one about the names of the town. You didn't have to prepare for. You just okay. have to say spontaneously oh, right. which was. So, which of the following is the most menacing odor? <laughs> <laughs> I like it already. Okay, pernicious phlegm. Wait, that's but that's a I'm band. Giving, I'm giving you three choices. Okay, which is the most menacing? Pernicious phlegm, malevolent man milk, or spiteful sputum. Absolutely malevolent man milk. It's hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to say that 10 times fast. Malevolent man milk? Yeah, that's my new warm up before the show just to to get the uh, the voice all limber. Malevolent man milk. Malevolent man. Nope. Malevolent man milk. Malevolent man milk. Malevolent man milk. Malevolent man milk. Nope. Is there a connection between malevolent man milk and Rising Wood Washington? I don't know. But I have a question, which is. Just like people don't say man in the boat, little man on the boat. Who says man milk? Wait, didn't you, did you make it up? No, it's a kind of well-known, like, similar to little man on the boat. It's much grosser. True. But it's, you know, I mean, unless you're like, love sperm. Well, no, I'm I'm not saying, I'm not saying sperm is gross. Although it's kind of gross. Um, (laughs) But, uh. It's malevolent. <laughs> but yeah, but I think there's a difference between like, I feel like uh, a little man in the boat is like something, something like your aunt would say to her friend. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's like the only context I can, can imagine it being used. Whereas man milk, I feel like is, is, is dirty. Dirty. Like, uh, I can't imagine my aunt saying it. I can't imagine my aunt saying any of these things. I'd like to meet, do you actually have an aunt? Yeah, sure. Does she listen to this show? Uh, I doubt it. What's her name? Uh, Betty. <laughs> Hi, Betty. <laughs> what do you think, Betty? Yeah. Is man milk dirty? Dirty? Great. <laughs> it, yeah, I, let's let's get all of our family members listening to this show. <laughs> all right. Do you have, um, before we go to where we think this book is going, did you have any other notes that you wanted to talk about? Well, um, I guess I guess I, th- this is a game, really. I just, I just want to, like, explore this, this question, like, uh, there's always like a uh, an inciting incident where uh, in a serial killer book, which I assume is what this is, uh, where uh, like the there's there's a scene where we where we learn like what made the serial killer like break and mm. uh, and turn to the dark side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the thing in your childhood <laughs> that uh, that caused like your your most terrible the most terrible attributes that you exhibit today? My, st- I know. How do I instantly know what to I, say to I this? I absolutely with, do too. With I, no I just, I just thoughts. Uh, I wasn't like uh, I didn't have this question in my pocket. I just came up with it. Came up with it just now. But I, I know what I'm going to say. I instantly know yeah. what to say. My, st- I was having spaghetti with my stepfather and my mother, and I asked my stepfather. He's asking me how much spaghetti I wanted, and I said I just wanted a very little bit. I was a very sensitive child. <laughs> okay. He gave me one strand on my plate, and you cried. I cried and <gasps> cried and cried, and then I became the spaghetti killer. 
Okay, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> here's here's mine. It's hard uh, to choke people with a with a uh, uncooked piece of spaghetti, though. I will say that. But it's easy to choke people with a cooked piece of spaghetti. Absolutely. Right? You, but you have to get it like perfectly al dente, because otherwise, like when you try and pull it tight around someone's yeah. neck, it breaks. Just one. I use just one. Just strand. one strand. Of just spaghetti. one strand. That I I gotta. I mean, respect. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Know, you. If you can, if you can pull off a murder with a with one piece of spaghetti, mm-hmm. you you deserve to get away with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I carry a I carry like a little. Um, In fact, I think that's what the law says. College hot pot with me, so that I'm always ready to go. <laughs> and instead of having like pencil protector, I have like you know four strands of dry pasta in my pocket with a protector so they don't break okay and then i use my little college hot pot oh you're like like your victim you're like hang on you know like yeah oh that's that's like uh that's the way you torture them like you make them wait for like the the nine yes. minutes that it takes to cook the spaghetti yeah, absolutely like, i plug it in and, and they hear the little gurgle sound yes. as the hot pot heats up <laughs> and it's like dexter it's like dexter i like cover everything in plastic wrap lay out the strands of pasta and then oh, say God, i, I only need one for you they have to pick out which one. <gasps> yes. It's like fusilli. That one, no. They can't use a fusilli. It's it's like the spinach infused okay. the squid ink pasta. What about like a bucatini? It's like a little thicker. It's got no, a hole No, I the found middle. that the hollow part actually sometimes creates a little bit of airflow in the windpipe. Oh, I, I can see. It doesn't really yeah. make much mm-hmm. sense, but it it, it, <laughs> it, 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 nope. it it doesn't make sense, but it but it it, it, but it I, completely I was having what I you're was saying. having some issues with that one. Um I, I feel like a, like a like a fetish or a linguini like with it's like flatter with a little more rounded too edge. Too kind, too kind. I was I was just yeah. gonna say, but but I, it's like a scarf. It's like a hug. But there's I feel like there's something like especially cruel about uh, you know like if you if you murdered someone with a cashmere scarf, like Ooh. there's there's something especially. Uh, well, that's when I bring out the truffle pasta. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm like killing them with jewels and diamonds. Did do they ever try and like nibble their way out? You know that's interesting. Um, it's very I, interesting. I I I did have my first victim try to do that, and, and then I figured out how to tie up their tongue with the end of the strand. Sure, of course. Yeah, of course. Naturally, I feel like before we got into this, there was a question, but I don't remember what it was. No idea. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the question was, how does this book end? Oh okay. You asked no. You asked me like what what was the thing in my childhood oh, right, right, right. that would then be you know what, what I, turned I, me. I didn't say mine, but but it's what it, is yours. Uh, it's uh, the time in sixth grade um, when uh, we were uh, calculating pi in mm-hmm. math class, and I told the teacher that that we were doing it wrong and my way was better. <laughs> uh, and uh, like <laughs> shocking. <laughs> um, since, yeah, since then I've been known as the know-it-all killer. Uh, <laughs> Like I make you, I make you sit and like I, I explain like you know uh, why, why why you're right, yeah why I'm right and you're wrong okay. and like by the time I'm done you've killed yourself. <laughs> oh my god, you and my brother have become the know-it-all killer gang. Uh, yeah, no, and and eventually we're gonna have to face off against each other. It's gonna be unlistenable. <laughs> it's gonna go on for days. I love that. We have the know-it-all killer and the spaghetti killer. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. What happens next in this book? Yeah. Um. And uh, well, okay. I mean, you uh, already sort of hinted that you think that the nine-year-old boy becomes the killer, which is a very good guess. Um. I I'm gonna say not what I think is going to happen, but I, what I want to happen is mm-hmm. I really want Black Charles to end up being the hero of this book because he Please. has been so shit upon in Seriously. the first ten pages of this book. Uh, Come on, Black Charles. Uh, so he is uh, he's gonna save the day. He's gonna tell Tiffany like you know I'm saving your life, but this does not mean we're getting back together because you're the worst. Right. Uh, and uh, he uh, is gonna be. Elected. He kills the author. He. he- <laughs> 
<laughs> in a really strange, yeah, like meta kind of ending. Yeah, that's it's a weird twist. And then he is elected the democratically elected mayor of uh, of Trespass Gorge. What was it called? Grand, Grand Trespass. Trespass uh, yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, or Trespass Bayou, which was also mentioned. Sure. Um, I like that ending. My mine went towards Ian being the murderer of the book. Ian the stray cat. Thank you for reminding me who Ian yes. was because I forgot. Yes. So Ian is the reincarnation of the creepy, abusive dead mom. Oh. Ian scratched Mac, okay, Haley's boyfriend. Okay. Because Mac was actually doing it with Tiffany. Oh. Uh huh. And Ian. Is anybody not doing it with Tiffany? Ian. Okay, right. <laughs> Ian the cat is not doing it with Tiffany. Uh, it turns out that Haley's dad was, uh, got killed, you know, when he was going, he, he got killed because he was leaving to buy sheetrock. Oh, okay. And he, he, it's, it's uh, hinted that he, got, he was killed in a gruesome accident. The accident was he actually saw Tiffany and Mac and Ian coming out of the woods sure. and jumping, jumping Mac. And- uh, you know what? Where's a good place to buy sheetrock is uh, Rising Wood, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> All right, so we got our ending, and then um, I, I wanted to uh, also end with, um, since I thought that this was going to go cat horror. Oh, okay. That there's, um, I did some research, and there's five uh, classic films that are cat horror films. Oh, okay, wait. Uh, let me see if I can, if I can guess, uh, guess of any of them. Okay. Okay, uh, That Darn Cat. What? <laughs> it's a Disney movie from, like, the 60s. <laughs> No. Okay. Um, mm. <laughs> that, that's funny. Um, Octopussy. <laughs> um, cat horror movies. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, Salem's Lot was that a cat horror movie? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But here's a question about Pet Cemetery. The year was 1989. The year was 1989. Why did Stephen King spell it cemetery? Cemetery. Cemetery with an S. I think I knew the answer to this at some point, probably in sixth grade, um, and I, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Listeners, please write in on our Facebook page when you find this out, or we can Google it after, but that's no fun. So you guys come in, you can come make up, make something up. Yeah. It doesn't have to be truth. Make something um, up. The original title is Pet Seminary. Oh. Or Cementary. Yeah, Cementary. <laughs> <laughs> it was Pet Milk. Uh. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh I love that most of these cat films have cheesy lines that are like... Oh, you've got a line from... Okay. They have nine lives. We have only one. Sure. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. Okay. Uh, cat horror, it's a thing. Um, there's a movie called Strays. All right. 1991. There's a movie called Night of a Thousand Cats, but it's really... It's a it's a uh, Spanish film really called La Noche de los Miligatos. Mila, uh, okay. Uh, it had on the a very campy cover. It had suspenso, terror, muerte on the front. <laughs> and I, I love it. the premise of this movie. It was Hugo is a millionaire playboy who, uh, you know, tools around Acapulco looking for ladies. And he takes them back to his castle to seduce them. And with the aid of Gorgo, his loyal personal assistant, he murders the women, chops them up in little pieces to feed to his squadron of ill-behaved little kitties. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Flesh-hungry maniacs. Okay, that was that. Pet Cemetery. Would you say he goes out trolling for pussy? Yes. Okay. Well, he, he trolling for 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 in, in two different senses. Yes. yes. Double on enta- double pussy entendre. Right. Two women in the boat. Okay. The Black Cat, nineteen eighty one, and the Cat People, nineteen forty two. I am familiar with Cat People, which which was remade like in the seventies. Oh, was it really? I think. 
uh, it's uh, it, it's sort of a legendarily bad movie. And then the famous uh, cat horror um, musical Cats. Cats. <laughs> okay. now, now and forever. <laughs> now and forever. Um, All right. There's a line in the book. Okay. Yeah. It's the worst thing that you could ever read in a book, and in my according to my opinion. And you want me to guess which one it was? Yeah, you probably won't have a sense of it. I'm just going to read it to you. Yeah, I, I do. I do try and when you're the picker, try and read and figure out like which was which was the sentence that sold you. This yeah. time, I, I was not sure. Okay, well, this was the sentence that grossed me out the most, um, and I just never want to have this experience of this line in my own life. Which was something was smeared against the door jam. Ooh. And you know why I hate that line so much? Wow. Guess why I hate that line so much? Um, because it, uh, you imagine it was actual jam. I don't know. That's exactly Wait, really? right. It's something about jam, toe jam, and knowing it's not raspberry <laughs> jam. Right. And that it's something gross, it, all of it together. So I, it was the use of smeared and jam. Yeah, smeared is a really smeared's gr- a hard like, word because like the thing the thing that gets smeared is shit, right? Like or jam on toast, right? But knowing that this there was blood on the floor and then there was something smeared on the door jam threw my culinary world and my horror world oh, too close yes. together, and it really disturbed me. Um, we should we should do like a culinary mystery Ooh. on this on this show. Okay, all right, I'm all for that. You're picking the book for next time. I am picking the book for next time, and can you? You're not going to believe this uh, for two reasons. Uh, I uh, I swear I picked this before I knew we were going to be talking about cat horror. No, um, no way. The next book is Cat's Lair Leopard in parentheses <laughs> by Christine Fee, and that's F E E H A N. Cat's Lair. Cat's Lair. How how timely? Isn't it? Yeah. How I, coincidental. I don't believe in coincidences. How? I think I think a cat, the spirit of a cat, is trying to control me. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to bite people. Mm. All right. You're going to bite people. I'm going to bite people. Let's just put it out there. That's my dark secret. I'm going to bite people. Where can the good people find us? The uh, the good people can uh, can, can <laughs> suck it. But the bad, bad people who uh, who listen to this show can find us at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com or uh, probably more usefully on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc. And... Uh, I want to have a different joke every week about what that stands for, but I forgot <laughs> this week. So, uh, hey, also you guys should leave us a review on iTunes. Yes, please. Thank you so much to the to the several people who already have. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can consider yourself smearing something against our door jam. <laughs> That's right. Smear something yeah. against the door jam of our iTunes. Of our page. iTunes, um, it really does help help us. Uh, so leave a review. Leave a um, you know five stars or one star or no stars whatever you whatever you feel um and we will see you next time see you next time in grand trespass <laughs> a branch from the giant oak a branch from, from the, the giant, giant oak. oak that's me that's what they call me <laughs>